0: Please take your and gentlemen Good day guys, and welcome to another episode of Tuune the Bat, where we delve into sports across Australia and around the globe as well. I'm Gus and I'm sadly joined by myself. Well, I suppose not sadly that it's myself. I'm glad to be here, but sadly without my good friends Jack and Producer Frey, I'm also missing the Delve studio with its romantically burning candle and its posters of Roger Federer. But as I imagine some of you are, I'm locked down and locked in without not only my friends, but my my microphone, my Red Rocket mic stand, my headphones, or well, all the things that Producer Frey provides for us. But I thought I'd tune in here briefly and do a quick State of the Brackets Hoop Nation, State of the Nation address, about the Australian basketball hopes at this Tokyo 2020 Olympiad. It's going to be very, very time-sensitive, so if you are listening to this after Tuesday night or Wednesday afternoon, for sure, it won't mean anything. But feel free to keep listening. It's only going to be maybe 10 minutes. I can't imagine it'll be much longer. Um, I was going to quickly zip around the world, but I'll save my time a little bit. Um, As you know, well, some of you don't know, in the NBA, they just crowned the Milwaukee Bucks champions. Champions of the world, if if you'd believe them. And led by their figurehead and talisman an inspirational leader, Giannis Antetokounmpo. He has probably just about 100% approval rating around the world at the moment. Um he he's been absolutely admirable. He 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 seems to be more in touch with the world and with his values and more grounded than athletes. Particularly athletes like you have to remember in the NBA these guys the most highest the most highest paid guys are earning up to 40 million a year so US so to be remotely in touch with the real world is is pretty crazy and some of his quotes just about his mentality his mindfulness and staying in the moment have been really pretty admirable so i would i would encourage everyone to do your own research on that and they also just had the draft and they are opening up free agency right about now so if anyone likes to follow storylines rather than watch basketball Now is the time, particularly in the NBA these days, because I think the actual sport product has diminished a bit, but that's probably a chat for another time. So, where do we find ourselves in this Tokyo 2020 Olympiad? State of play. First off, the Opals. Uh, Obviously, sadly missing Liz Cambage. The Opals have been grinding away in their pool match pool matches, I should say. They sadly were 0-2 and going into their game last night against Puerto Rico. Uh, they had had a really tough nail-biting loss to China in their second game. They were sitting at 74-74, very late in the game. And they, well, they gave away a foul, but it was called really, really late by the referee. I won't comment. I don't, I mean, you know... There's no need for us to retroactively referee a game and say if a decision is right or wrong. It was called late in the game. 0.6 sef- seconds left. Called, I think, on Kayla George. And the Chinese centre... I've forgotten her name. She stepped She stepped up. She sunk both her free throws in the clutch and sunk the Opals in the process. Um, leaving them in a pretty tight spot. They basically... So the top two teams from each group qualify for the finals at the Olympics. And the Opals, obviously, having gone 0-2, weren't going to be that. But I think two more teams qualify, third-place teams, qualify based on their performance and point differential. So basically, it left the Opals having to win last night by a massive points difference to scrape through. So they actually did it. They They clutched up, they beat Puerto Rico... By 27 I think it was 96,69 beat them by 27 and scraped into the quarterfinals, uh, displacing Canada. I think I, I think I read that if the, the, if they it must have been tight because I read if the Puerto Rican player shot and missed a three right at the end, it would have been, it would have meant that the opals missed out, so they were really right on the borderline there. Anyway, they go through. They're going to play the USA in the quarterfinals. And they also have China and Serbia in the other quarterfinal on the same side of the draw. So it it's going to be tough. It's going to be very tough. They're playing at 2.40pm on Wednesday afternoon. That's AEST. So I would encourage everyone to get amongst it. They played the US. I think they lost in the warm-up matches before the Olympics. But they're the number two team in the world. Even missing, missing Liz, I think they're a shot. Let's all get around them. Go to the Opals. Moving on quickly, quickly, quickly to the Boomers. The Boomers had more success in the group stages, and they went 3-0. So they find themselves in the quarterfinals undefeated, but unfortunately also find themselves on the same side of the draw as both Spain, USA, and Argentina. They're playing Argentina in the quarterfinal, leaving Spain and the US to duke it out. But basically, let's just run through it. I think they're basically the three most dominant teams of the past 16, 17 years. So, quickly running through. Argentina won gold at Olympics 2004 and bronze in 2008 and recently won silver at the World Cup in 2019. The USA obviously won gold at the Olympic 2008, 2012 and sixteen. Spain won silver at the Olympics in 2008, 2012, bronze in 2016 and won the FIBA World Champs in 2006 and 2019. And this is compared to the Boomers. Australia, we've never won a medal. That's what we're trying to do. We're trying to win a medal. So I suppose in the the medal sense, they are the most successful teams, those three teams of the past 16 or 17 years. And they've also... They're actually teams that we've bumped into and have halted the Boomers' medal hopes in recent times. I think it was at the World Cup in 2019 that in the semifinals... The Boomers heartbreakingly lost to Spain on a late foul call on on Paddy Mills, and I think lost by one or two. Obviously, the US has halted medal chances plenty of times, so it's an intimidating side to be on. I understand that France beat the US and Slovenia, led by Luka Doncic, by the way, who's killing it and went undefeated. Upset Spain, actually, after they won their first game, Slovenia, there was this photo of all the team sitting around, it was so Slavic, they were sitting around in shirtless, added ass slides, like, playing cards and, like, drinking vodka. That was just, that was the Olympics right there. Anyway, I know they, they upset Spain as well, so it's understandable and it's fair for them to be on the other side of the draw, but far out, France, Slovenia, and they're playing Italy and Germany on the other side of the draw, Two teams that Australia beat in the group stage. So I find myself a little bit jealous on this killer bottom half of the draw. Not cynical, but certainly spooked. I really, really want that medal for for Paddy. It's his fourth Olympics. Obviously such a good guy, such a representative. Joe Ingles, it's his fourth Olympics as well. One final thing. They're actually missing Aaron Baines, who is out with a neck issue, suffered in one of the group stage games. So that's going to be tough on the boards, particularly against these big teams, like if we come up against Argen- well, against Argentina, but particularly if we come up against Spain or the USA. So we'll definitely need Big Jock Landale and Nick Kaye to step up again. I think they will. So let's go. That one is Tuesday night, tonight. I'm recording on Tuesday morning at 10pm AEST. I would encourage everyone, tune in, wear your Paddy Mills jerseys, get amongst it, and let's go, baby.